Hi, I'm Kevin, and welcome to my podcast, Finding My Freedom, where I talk about my journey as a musician and the ups and downs that went along with it, including quitting for 10 years and reigniting that fire for it. I had the calling again and had to answer it. But this time it's different. I am no longer seeking the approval of any outside forces, period. And over the last three years of getting closer with my guides and working with my intuition in a much more broader and open and accepting way, beautifully amazing things have been happening. Now mind you, I'm not above being irritated and frustrated over how slow things can go. I just have a little bit better way of dealing with it than I did before. So when I need to, I put myself back into gratitude. And I count my blessings. And I show thanks for even the smallest things that I can come across to the best of my ability. I will also stay focused when it's time to do a easy task or a chore, right? Like if I'm doing the dishes, I will concentrate on how the water feels. Is it warm? Is it cold? How the soapy feels? What am I washing? These sorts of things that uh, it really helps get me out of um, get me out of my head and get into that nastiness. But the best, the easiest, the most gratifying way for me to do it is to simply pick up my guitar. <laughs> and I am completely grateful for having that tool in my tool shed to where I can play that thing. And if I feel like writing a song, write it. If I feel like learning a song, let's learn it. If I feel like just making a bunch of racket, well then let's do that. You know, it's a wonderfully creative gift that I have that I just am so, so grateful that I have a second chance, a second time around to be able to not take it for granted and to appreciate it and to share with anybody who's wanting to listen. Speaking of guitar, I am accepting students. I'm accepting guitar students online. I am also working on uh, several camera system to where I'm going to have a little more uh, flexibility with being able to show fingerings on the neck and what my right hand's doing and um, having charts and be able to explain all that stuff in a much more cohesive way. I have taught offline for many years. And I'm working on this online stuff pretty hard. So it is a process, and we will get better at it. But if you're curious, if you want to try it, I will give you one guitar lesson for free. One 30-minute session for free. I will leave my email and social media in the description. So just feel free to just get a hold of me. Just say, hey, you know, I'd like to try a lesson. Something that simple. I'd like to try one. <laughs> and uh, we'll do one 30-minute session for free and see how you like it.
I am excited about it though because it's it's a challenge, you know. It's a real challenge to try to get across certain things that just it's just a lot easier when you're in person, you know. I mean, you can feel the energy, you can feel somebody's rhythm and and how they're playing. And it's a little bit challenging, but we're working through it. We're definitely working through it and I am going to do my best to give you the best experience possible to learn how to play guitar. It is so much fun. It really is. <laughs> and also having the freedom of online is bringing me right back to the point of this week's episode, which is why I chose to live in an RV. I want to talk about why I chose the lifestyle. How it's evolved for me in the last three years and where I feel like I am going to be headed with it. I mean, could it be, you know, I decided to get more spiritual and so I have to grow a beard and grow my hair and be a hipster? Well, I kind of already was that anyway. (laughs) So I just cut my hair more often. (laughs) But there's a certain amount of Whatever you want to call it right now, that this life that I'm living is written in the stars. This is where I was meant to be, and I just know it in my bones. Now, I don't have to throw in any sort of mystical type of stuff to explain to you why I chose to live in an RV. But it is fun, and so I'm going to do it. So on the numerology perspective, I am a life path number five, which means that you have an incredible amount of independence and freedom-seeking energy. You are a nonconformist for the most part, and the biggest thing that um, you seek is freedom and independence. And I named my podcast Finding My Freedom, and getting back to playing guitar makes me feel like I'm flying again and that's a side of freedom and so this was just another uh, avenue for me to to get to that point my two uncles on my mom's side were hippies they owned vans and just enjoyed that sort of lifestyle and I was around it my whole life so that wasn't really nothing new My grandma on my mom's side traveled from Arizona to Michigan quite a bit. Her and her husband, we called him Grandpa Don, took me and my sister all the way across the country in the back of a truck. (laughs) That then it was it was not frowned upon. They had a camper back there, so we rode in the back of the truck from Michigan to Arizona. And we stopped in KOA camps. So we were actually talking to people and meeting people. And it showed me that this world is way bigger than what, you know, my little hometown could be. And how fascinating it is to meet people. I know for a fact my grandparents on my dad's side would buy a new house every couple years. And they moved back and forth to Michigan a few times in the 60s and 70s before my mom and dad met. So they had that sort of restless bone in them, too. My dad spent most of his life traveling as a musician. 
So looking back, you know, I could see where having that nomadic lifestyle would be very appealing. I remember when my uncle first heard about me wanting to be a musician. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I still remember this conversation to this day, and I don't even know why, but he was like, look, man, you get that traveling bug in you, it will never get out of you. He said, it doesn't matter. Once you start with that, it'll never get out of you, man. So just be sure you know what you're doing when you're getting involved in it because it's going to be with you for the rest of your life. And, you know, he was exactly right. So as a teenager, um, whenever I could travel, I would. And went to a few different places. Went down to Arizona a couple times, Alabama a couple times, Nashville, Georgia, you know, just visiting family and stuff but I really really enjoyed so much I enjoy traveling I enjoy meeting people I enjoy that whole process you know so the seeds were planted pretty pretty much at a young age now that I look back on it like I can't believe that like actually now I can actually see why I might have been more you know open to it than say somebody who didn't have that sort of exposure but all in all, I mean, I grew up in um, the same house pretty much, you know, from the time I was seven till I was like 15 or something. So, like, I did see that sort of consistency with my mom and my stepdad. They pretty much lived in the same house, you know. But when I was able to get out there, boy, I just loved it. Just ate it up, you know. So I got to travel quite a bit when I was a kid. Or a little bit, anyway. I don't know about quite a bit, but at least a little bit when I was a kid and then uh, when I moved to uh, Minneapolis and played started playing music full time all I did was lived in hotel rooms we didn't live in RVs or you know anything like that so it never really dawned on me about that either it's just part of what I did you know I had to travel I had to go you know so that's just what I did I went to uh, go from hotel room to hotel room we'd play six nights and then travel on our day off, jump back in the van, play for six nights, travel on our day off, and, you know, just did that whole thing. So I never thought about, like, the actual RV lifestyle. So fast forward, it's about 2014, and um, I was watching a program with my future ex-wife, and uh, she was into all that tiny homes and all that sort of thing, and which I thought was really interesting too. So, you know, I'd watch it with her and stuff. And she would always be like, man, that would be so cool to live in something like that and da-da-da-da-da, you know? And I was like, well, dude, it wouldn't be no problem. We could do it easy. I got no problem with it, you know? Well, <laughs> needless to say, we went to a, uh, you know, like one of those little storage places where you could buy one of those Amish built storage sheds or whatever in Alabama they were all over the place and uh, she says uh, let's take a look at one of those and so I showed her the loft up in the top of one and I said well this would be about the size of what you what, what our room would be and the look of terror 
ran across her face like you wouldn't believe. She just could not believe Because, you know, on TV, it make it, they make it look roomy. You know, they make it look spacious and, and all that. But until you see it in real life, it's a whole different animal. <laughs> so needless to say, that was definitely the end of that conversation. <laughs> Fast forward it to about 2017, 2018. I'm going through this stuff, and we had a, a trailer, a 14 by 70 foot trailer. And I literally only lived in like 15 foot of it. You know, the rest of it was like for storage, or I made a little shop in there. And yeah, I know. <laughs> made a little shop in the extra bedroom and stuff. So yeah. But, uh, still didn't really think about it a whole lot you know I started uh getting more into the spiritual stuff and I kept hearing you know this whole thing about get rid of what doesn't serve you sort of a thing and getting rid of this extra baggage and all that and I thought well cool man you know it sounds like it'd be a really good idea to do that you know so I started selling my stuff I started selling everything I didn't need anything that you know was collecting dirt and I started feeling a lot better like lighter you know almost like this stuff it just anchors you down you know what I mean so about I don't know about a month or two into this whole thing and I started getting rid of stuff let's see April I sort of had my moment in April and then around June I started really getting into selling this stuff and then July ended up getting rid of everything I owned except for what I could fit in the back of a Geo Metro and going up to Michigan. Now, I didn't think about, specifically think about the lifestyle of living in an RV. I didn't even really think about, like, any of that stuff. I just wasn't sure what I was going to do, you know. I normally will go back home for a little while to regroup and to figure things out, and I sort of thought that's what was going to happen. And, I mean, you know, you hear about people living in vans and doing all that stuff. And, and I always have to, you know. And, like I said, we, we talked about the tiny house for a minute. But, like, literally, like, 59 seconds. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a buddy of mine had a, uh, had a trailer, an 18-foot RV. And he says, you know... It was actually his sister's, and he said, "You know, um, if you wanna, you want this trailer, you could probably make a snowmobile trailer out of it, or you do something with it, you know." And living in Michigan, my uncles had all the tools and everything to be able to do that sort of thing. We repurposed a lot of stuff, you know. And I started looking at it, man, and I'm like, "Dude, this thing is not that bad at all." Because he thought he was telling me, you know. At the, from the way that his sister talked it was all trashed on the inside and it leaked and it was terrible and it wasn't even worth nothing you know and we started looking at it and it's like dude really like this is not bad at all and he even said man he goes man I, I think I could live in here I said well you know 
do it, dude. If you, if that's what you want to do with it, do it. You know, and he's, he started thinking about it, and he's like, eh, maybe not me, but, you know, if you still want it, let me know, and I'll, I'll talk to my sister about it, and we'll, we'll get you straightened out. I said, sure, you know, I'll take it for sure. Let's just work out the details. So I went down to Nashville for a couple weeks and came back and did this and did that. And um, my one uncle was going to let me park it over at his place. And uh, I had to do a few things to it, you know. I mean, it was a 1992 18-foot RV that had been sitting for, you know, since 1993 pretty much. You know what I mean? Like, they used it maybe a handful of times. So, we check everything out. I pull the wheel bearings and, and all that stuff. And everything's great, man. Like, this thing is pristine. Like, I could not believe the wheels weren't seized up. The tires weren't even dry rotted, you know? Like, I had to take it 100 miles to get it parked to where I could uh, make sure to look everything over really well. And uh, me and my uncle hooked it up took it out of the yard and we drove it up to his place not a hitch not a problem not an issue nothing the wheels didn't even get tight didn't even get hot like the wheel bearings didn't wear out or nothing like that you know like usually that sort of thing if it's been sitting for a while it'll things seize up you know but this thing wasn't nothing none of that got back to my uncle's place and I started uh sort of assessing the situation and seeing where we were at with it. The gas worked. The furnace worked. The uh, inverter worked. Like, everything worked. It just it had a leak by the um, by the kitchen. Not by the kitchen. By the bathroom vent. You know where the vent is up in the bathroom there? That's where they leak all the time. So, it leaked there and then there was some water damage there so we took that I took all that out and replaced that and then uh, took the bench and the table out of it and it was just me and my dog anyway so we just left the the, the bed bench there got rid of all that and I made a little desk just a little tiny desk and um, I'll see if I can find a picture if I can find a picture I'll put it up and I just made a little desk out of uh, plywood and used that and then I just kept it parked at my uncle's for about, I think it was about two months I was there, um, just sort of assessing everything and getting everything going. And that was the beginning, you know, that was the beginning of uh, the RV, living in the RV. And I didn't know what to think of it at first. It's a little small, but like it still wasn't bad. Like I could, I could definitely handle it, you know. But the fun part came when, was when I felt like I was ready. We, uh, or we, I say we, because that was me and my dog. <laughs> I found some work that was about 100 miles outside of Midland, where my uncle was living. It was called Jackson. And the lady there, she had a house she needed painted, and she said, you know, you can park your RV here in the driveway if you want uh, while you're doing the work here. It'll save you some money and all that. So I thought, sure, this would be a great way to, you know, Try test it out. Try it. See what happens. See what happens when we get rolling on, on the road with a thing. That way I'm not stuck somewhere in the middle of the country freaking out because I got nobody to be able to help me if something happens. 
and that was a be that was the very beginning i pulled that thing down to jackson and um obviously it was more expensive to pull it and all that but i lived in it and loved it just absolutely loved it like I couldn't keep, you know, you can't keep a bunch of stuff. You just can't. There's no way. You you have to, a lot of times, trade things in and out. You know, like if I wanted to, I don't know, if I wanted to, more blankets, then I would have to get rid of something else. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. But uh, it was so nice to feel that freedom of just being able to pack up and just go wherever I wanted to. I didn't have to worry about packing a bag. I didn't have to do any of that. I just hooked up to my van and went down the road. And it was that simple. Just hook up and go. Boom. That I really fell in love with. Like, I could not believe that, you know, I hadn't done this sooner. I'm like, why wasn't I doing this? I traveled in Michigan that, that uh, from September to November till I moved to Arizona. I traveled that whole time. And in the wintertime, too, I was living in this thing just in the Flat, flat out dead of winter up north up by the UP I did a couple jobs up there uh, pulled it up there and, and was there for a while and my uncle was a little concerned because there's you know there's a lot of snow up there and he think he was afraid I was going to get like snowed in or something I don't know but uh, so that turned out alright and then I headed back south toward Lansing and then I stayed in Lansing for what was it Thanksgiving until February, I was pretty much in Lansing. But uh, yeah, it was like a lot of learning. I wasn't sure. Um, there was a, a leaky pipe in there, so I ran the way I did the water was I just kept water. I kept drinking water with me, and then they had showers and stuff and facilities you can always use in these RV parks. So you know, I wasn't ever without a shower or without water. I just. I didn't actually have it hooked up to my thing because it leaked and I didn't have the stuff to fix it. So, so all in all, it w- it went pretty good. And like I said, the furnace worked. Everything worked. Everything worked. But the furnace was nice and kick-ass. Like, um, I'd go through a lot of gas at first, but then um, after I figured it out, you know, I I literally closed a few things up, put a little skirting around it, and closed a few things up, and uh, ran a little infrared heater. And that helped me with my gas situation. So I went from two bottles a week to just one bottle a week, which wasn't nothing, really. So, so yeah. And then uh, I still wasn't sure if it was going to be like a full-time thing. It was just something I wanted to try, have a little fun with, you know, and just see what happens. But I did have, I did really like it. So then I moved to Arizona. And when I moved to Arizona, I had a chance to get an apartment. And I had a really good chance to get a really good apartment. And I thought, you know, this might be the way to go since I'm going to be going to school here and all that. This just before I started Lutheran school. My aunt's husband, my Uncle Donnie, he, um, he was looking for an RV for to go camping, to go hunting with, you know, and stuff up in, uh, like, up in the hills of... Arizona or the mountains of Arizona, whatever you want to call them, Shiloh area, I think is what it was, and uh, he had this pretty nice little car that got good gas mileage, and I was driving all over the city to put together, like, Wayfair items and, and different things like that, you know, desks and stuff, so I didn't need a big truck at the time, I didn't need a van, I didn't need anything, all I needed was, you know, just 
I had an apartment and I had to get something with good mileage. So we just did an even trade. He took the RV and I took the car and uh, lived in that apartment until the freaky things happened there. And then it got kind of really weird. And that was March when I moved into that apartment. By July, I was out of that apartment and living in that same RV in my uncle's backyard just before starting school. <laughs> so so it worked out it worked out pretty good all the way around. And I stayed in there that five months I was in Lutheran school. That's where I lived, you know, and it was, I could live there and rent was easy and like, it was just a lot easier now, see, that is another thing that the universe kind of pushed into my lap because I was not about to go and move in with my uncle and aunt. You know, I was going to figure out a way to uh, figure out a way to uh, make my way without doing that. But the universe said, nope, this is where you got to be and just take it easy and, you know, they were more than willing to uh, give me a helping hand and, and understood that I was going to school and that, you know, even at my age, going to school and stuff, I mean, they were, they were fine with it. That's what I did till I graduated. I graduated on a Friday, January 27th, and I had my audition slash interview that following Monday here in Austin. Now... Here's where the fun part comes, because this is where the, the stuff starts to get interesting. On my way to Texas, I was thinking about, okay, what would my easiest move be? What would be the easiest way to move to Texas? Well, pull the RV. Well, there's only one problem. I don't have an RV anymore. <laughs> it's Donnie's now, you know, so. But I did have my van. I had that full-size, full-size Chevy van. So the easiest way to move was to basically throw a bed in the van, put a 30 amp service in it, and uh, a microwave, and a refrigerator, and I loaded her up and I moved. And it was the cheapest, the cheapest, easiest move I had ever made. Literally, it was nothing, because I just came here, I paid for my uh, one month uh, spot for rental, and boom. I was here, and that was it, and I went to work. They had uh, facilities here where I could do my laundry, take a shower, do whatever I needed to do, and all I had to do with the van was just, uh, you know, sleep in it. So it did work in theory, and yes, it was fine, but let me tell you something. That was miserable. (laughs) That was a certain kind of misery that I do not ever, ever want to go through again. Like, it was too small. It was just too small. And I didn't really have anything either. But, you know, I was able to sit up, but I couldn't stand up all the way. You know, so, like, I had to gather everything outside and put it in a bag then go to the shower and do this and do that. I had to, even to play my guitar even just a little bit was a big chore. And I'd run bumping into everything. Things were falling all over the place on me. And it was just miserable. And I literally did not have enough stuff to, like, get rid of anything else, you know? I had my clothes, my guitars, and that's pretty much it. So, I lived in my van for, 
what was it, uh, two months or a month? No, I think it was about a month. The end of, I moved here at the end of February, and I got a fixer-upper at the end of March. So, yeah, it was about a month. And how that came about was one of the neighbor ladies here, she had an old wore-out RV at her daughter's place that she wanted to get rid of dirt cheap. And I was so desperate at that time that I didn't even care what it was. <laughs> I just needed to get out of that van, man. I needed to get out of that van. It was just killing me. So I got this got this RV for dirt, dirt cheap, and it was rough. I'm going to tell you, it was like the roof was bad and the wiring was bad and everything in it was pretty much bad. But at least I could stand up. So I, I fixed up what I could with it. Repaired the roof, put seal coat on it, did all that stuff, and got it livable. And I lived in there, you know, for like four or five months, till August. Now, mind you, I was working. I was working steadily, doing great in my job. I enjoyed it, thoroughly, really enjoyed doing that, that work. And, uh, um, building guitars and just, just, everything was cool. And it just so happened that the, another neighbor here her daughter moved in with somebody and um she had this camper that she bought she bought it brand new lived in it for five months i think she said and ended up meeting this dude and like uh moved in with him and he had a nice townhouse and all that so she didn't even mess with it the funny thing is is i remember seeing that thing when i first came in and i thought that's a nice place that's a pretty cool place without knowing what was about to happen. <laughs> so I'd been here for a few months, and I made friends with a few people and stuff. Nothing crazy. I'm not a super outgoing kind of guy, <laughs> you know. But I was talking to that lady's mom, and she goes, you know, they're really trying to sell this place. You know, they're trying to get rid of it. And um, if it's something you're interested in, you know, we, we could probably work something out with the whole thing. I thought, wow, wouldn't that be cool, man? I ain't been here nine months, you know? And then I would all of a sudden uh, be living in a brand new RV. <laughs> what a trip that would be, huh? So we were able to work it out, man, where I literally just bought me a brand new RV. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe it, you know? I moved here in February in my van, and I was sleeping in my van. Like, there's a creek right down the road, you know, just like the whole down by the river living in the van down by the river 100% there dude like but I knew I knew as long as I was working you can keep things moving forward as long as you're working you can keep things moving forward so February I lived here in my van my van mind you by August I was in a 2020 Jayco 26 foot RV brand new it still smelled brand new you could still smell it brand new unbelievable how does that happen now I'm I mean I didn't get it for free or nothing. I'm buying the thing you know but still to go from that point to that point within less than a year I literally thought it would never never happen that fast you know never, not in a million years would it happen that fast but it was the one thing that I needed, like more than anything, just to get a little bit more comfortable. Now I turned the 
back room where it used to be bunk beds into my little studio and I do some of the recording on my couch in the living room there and I can just tool around this whole place and record anything anytime I want to and it's great and it's comfortable and I am very grateful. So you put your intentions out there and you manifest what you can and you let the universe manifest with you when you can and things will happen. They, they will happen. Now I know I get frustrated. I get really frustrated all the time. But reflecting on a story like this just really reminds me of how grateful I am and how grateful I need to be because... You know that saying where they say, you know, you don't always get what you want, but you get what you need. And sometimes it can be way bigger than what your wildest dreams ever could conceive of. And that's kind of what it was for me. Like, I know it's a simple RV, but not in a million years did I think within six, eight months that I would have been able to get into a position to, to actually buy it. To actually get that comfortable. Not in a million years. I never would. I thought maybe maybe three years, two years down the road or whatever. But not that fast. And it happened that fast. So it's pretty incredible. The stuff that can happen when you just put your good intention out there. And you go to work. And you, you act on inspiration. You don't always act on just having to act. But act on inspiration. Go to work. Do the best you can. Try to do better for yourself every single day. Do one little thing that, that'll help, you know. And next thing you know, boom, some amazing things can happen. I know one thing. I know telling this story has definitely got me thinking about how much more grateful I need to be. <laughs> some days, man, I just don't feel it, you know. Some days I just don't want to deal with it, you know what I mean? But... I know that there's bigger forces out there working with me and for me. And this stuff is not going to happen overnight. It doesn't happen, you know, very often, hardly at all. Sometimes it feels like nothing's happening ever, you know, but it is what it is, right? Then all of a sudden, one day, boom, you wake up and there you are in a brand new RV. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I definitely need to be more grateful. And this podcast for me has actually really helped me see how blessed I really am in certain times, you know, because it's so easy to get caught up into the shit, you know, so easy to get caught up into the whole crap, you know, so, so I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you guys want guitar lessons, let me know. We'll do the initial lesson for free. See if you like it. And if you like it, we can take it from there. Thank you very much for listening and checking this out. And once again, I'm very grateful for every person that takes their time to stop by and check it out. Thank you very much. You guys have a wonderful week. Take it easy. (laughs) 